welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music-obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Vivian. My name is Maddie. So this is episode 66, and as always, we will start with our news segment. So, Maddie, what is our first story? Alrighty, I have a article here from NME, written by Greta Brereton, and it says, East and Guy Sebastian among nominees for new National Live Music Award category. East, Guy Sebastian and Peking Duck are among the nominees announced for the 2020 National Live Music Awards New Musicians Making a Difference category. The award aims to recognise artists or organisations in the industry who have been making positive contributions and influencing social change through their music and live performances. The contenders were announced today, October 9, with East, real name Melissa Brester, nominated for her debut album, I'm Doing It. Best was selected for her honest lyricism on the record and discussions around mental health, as well as her online performances. She was followed by Guy Sebastian, who was nominated for the work of his charity, the Sebastian Foundation, his con- contributions to Firefight Australia, and for raising $20,000 with the Sony Foundation. Dance duo Peking Duck were also selected for their contributions, following the Australian bushfire crisis and performance at the Firefight Australia benefit, as well as their fundraising efforts for the Support Act. Other nominees include Sydney hip-hop artist Elfresh the Lion for his work influencing positive social change in his southwestern Sydney community, as well as Mushroom Group's Mushroom Vision, who supported the music community through COVID-19 with their ABC series The Sound. The NLMAs are set to take place later this month, with winners announced during a virtual ceremony on October 20. So yeah, there we go, new category for the National Live Music Awards. Yeah, and I think it's a really important category, I think, Mm. especially given what this year has been. Exactly. Um, And I think, yeah, the fact that we can recognise musicians who are using their platform for good is always a good thing, I reckon. Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, it comes at no better time, I think, than than now. So it's especially important to see, you know, what we're doing, not just for, like, ourselves but you know what artists are doing for their community and yeah. helping out 100%. fellow australians so it's good to hear yes um, but we'll move on to our next story vivian what are you bringing us this week so i have an article from nme written by jackson langford and it says bruce springsteen miley cyrus and more set to feature in rock and roll hall of fame 2020 special Bruce Springsteen, Miley Cyrus, St. Vincent and more are set to appear in the forthcoming Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2020 special going ahead next month. The event, premiering on November 7th via HBO and HBO Max, will see Depeche Mode, The Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Nine Inch Nails, The Notorious B.I.G. and T-Rex inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Other artists set to feature at the event are Dave Grohl, Sean Diddy Combs, Ringo Starr, Jennifer Hudson, Alicia Keys, Gwen Stefani and more. So... Um, the article sort of goes on to say, like, who else is going to be there. But, yeah, I just think this is really cool, Mm. um, given the fact that there, obviously, many events this year have taken (laughs) to the virtual format, but, um, I think, you know, there's, you know, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is such a staple in music, has been for such a long time, and it's such a, I think, prestigious sort of thing to be inducted into. I think it represents a lot, Yeah, for, like, all of these, you know, iconic musicians, and to be inducted into the Hall of Fame is such a huge deal exactly and the fact that they're managing to get these other big artists to feature and to perform and even maybe introduce the artists being inducted i think is really cool as well yeah 100%. yeah so that brings us to our third news story maddie over to you okay so i have an article here also by jackson langford but for music feeds and it says everybody be cool because lord is teasing her return yes. for next year okay so the article reads 
It's been over three years since we had last had new music from Lord, but now the superstar is finally teasing her return to music at some point in 2021. In a series of Instagram stories, Lord basically said she'd give fans her new music if her NZ listeners turn out to vote. Talk about leverage. Quote, <laughs> we know we live in a special place, she wrote, and adding all of our voices to the conversation, speaking for communities and organ- or organisations that mean something to us. That's what helps keep it that way. She posted a series of information for voters in her home country, including that there's two key referendums. Uh, this was honestly incre- an incredibly difficult format, and I hope you can repay me with the humble act of voting, she wrote. Do it for our beautiful country and for me, and next year I'll give you something in return. That something has fans in a frenzy, believing that Lord will finally be following up her 2017 masterpiece melodrama in 2021. Lord was last in Australia in 2018, marking one of the headliners for that year's Splendor in the Grass alongside Vampire Weekend and Kendrick Lamar. So there you go, guys. Teasing oh. new music. How dare she do that to us? We're in such a fragile state. <laughs> Speaking of artists doing good with their with their platform. Um, yeah, exactly. What a way to... Especially because Lord is so... Like, she does not have, like, a social media presence, like, at no. all. Like, she never <laughs> posts. She never said... That. It was so cute to see her on her Instagram stories, just random photos being like, Hey, guys, you should vote. Here's why. <laughs> Also, you might get a new album next year. <laughs> but like, yeah, um, I love Lord. I loved her last album. Like that album was probably my favorite album of that year, and I still listen to it to this day. And she's just such a staple that we need her back. I know. Please. I think I think the world will return to what it once was. <laughs> once Lord, <laughs> Lord releases music, I think everything went downhill from there. Oh, for sure. But, yeah. Um. So that uh, brings us to the end of our news segment, guys. We'll move on to our songs, but. But before we do, as always, we encourage you to pause the podcast and head on down to our description where you'll find the links for our Spotify and YouTube playlist. They have all of the songs that we're going to chat about this week, so make sure you listen to them before you hear us talk about the songs because you might get lost or might not hear, you know, you might not understand what we're talking about. So yes. please do that. Um, but we'll head right into it. So song of the week, Viv, what have you got? So my song of the week this week is Hypochondriac by Sasha Sloan. So yes, we talked about her in the last episode, which <laughs> is really funny. But um, we said in that last episode, um, it was Maddie's Caught My Ear. And we sort of talked about her storytelling, her songwriting. And I definitely think that shines through again with this song. So 100%. this song, um, it's her newest single. And it's very sort of similar to, I guess, um, House of No Mirrors. It's very sort of guitar-based. There's not a lot of going on. There's not a lot going on in in terms of the instruments. But what, again, like we said, is her lyricism and the way she tells the story. So in this particular song, she's... It's a love song, but it's so... It's like a non-conventional love song because in the verses, she's sort of singing about how she used to how she didn't take care of herself mentally and physically you know she talks about drinking like a sailor smoking and eating too much but then skipping breakfast like these really sort of intricate details but then when it goes into the chorus she sort of she sort of flips that and she says since I met you I'm calling my doctor every day like you've turned me into this hypochondriac because I finally have something to live for which in a way, it kind of sounds like, oh, how would that sort of come together? But it works really well because just of, like, the examples that she uses in the verse and then how she ties it together in the chorus, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I was so wrapped when you were like, I've got a Sasha Sloan <laughs> song. I was like, oh, come on. But 
But yeah, no, it's so, 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 so beautiful. And I am obsessed with the way that she sings. Her tone and her vocal delivery yes. is immaculate. And I like just... I was saying to Vivian while I was listening to it, I was like, I don't even want to breathe while I'm listening to this song because it's so gentle and so beautiful. Yeah. And I feel like have like even hearing a pin drop would like ruin it. And I just want to like... I'm always so drawn in when she's singing and I just absolutely love listening to her and this song is like no obsession, like no exception. I absolutely love it. It's so great. For sure. So yeah, please, please listen to it. I'd be really interested to hear what you guys think. So that is my song of the week, Hypochondriac by Sasha Sloan. Maddie, what is your song of the week this week? Okay, so, shocker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you are in the loop about all the latest Halsey news, um, you would know that she has released... I'm not mad and wipe your tears um, for her birthday, which was recently last couple of weeks. And so these tracks weren't on manic originally, but they were on some um, deluxe versions. Yeah. But she's finally released them. She's gifted them to us and we can (laughs) finally listen to them. So my song of the week is um, I'm not mad because I've been listening to it for like, like the entire week since it came out. So good. And it is such a banger. It is awesome. (laughs) cannot tell you how much I love listening to this and just absolutely jamming out to it in the car is fabulous. It's like the guitar part that sits the whole way through is so good. It's just like this like one note sort of like, um, like repeating note Mm -hmm. and it's just, it just drives the whole thing and it just like keeps it going. And then it like gets a lot more sort of intense as the chorus comes on and a lot more like really punchy. Yeah. Um, electric sort of sounds but it's really really cool it's such a yeah like i was so sad when manic came out and then i found out that there was like two different versions of the deluxe albums and both of those songs were on separate versions and we couldn't listen to it here in australia because it wasn't a target exclusive here but anyway rude (laughs) so rude so now that it's on like streaming platforms and everything like oh i've been the same just listening to it over and over again because it's just like it's just like a classic Halsey song. Like yeah. if, if if you know her music and you know her music well, this is like fits right within it. And I think what also really shines about this track is just like in the chorus, like Maddie was saying, it's so punchy, but the lyrics are so like they're just so like fun to sing. They're like tongue in cheek, but it's kind yeah. of like it's like because you've got this really sort of it's not like hard as in sort of like you know very metal kind of sound. No, no. But it's like a lot more sort of like edgy and grungy than yeah. like, you know some of her other music and like you've got these sort of like funny lyrics. Like the one that I really really like is like um towards the end of the chorus and she says, you know, the wicked get no rest, but when you do I hope you think of me. So and it's good. sort of this whole like backhanded like I'm not like I like she used to, so the basic like the gist of the song is, you know, she was, like, really, really upset about this, um, you know, relationship ending, and she, like, hated this guy, and she wanted him to die, and blah, 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 blah. I was mm-hmm. so mad. And, like, you know, she comes up with lyrics, like, oh, um, I hope you live to 85 these days. Like, I'm not mad about it. I've moved on. Yeah. But I hope you're still thinking about me. Yeah. Because I've moved on, and it's, yeah, it's sort of that sort of, like, backhanded thing, and I really, really like the way she sort of expresses that through her lyrics. And For she's sure. always amazing at that, so... Yeah, that is why it's my song of the week. I've been jamming out to it forever. I probably will continue to do so for Me the too. rest of the month or the rest of the year. All um, life. It, <laughs> until my dying breath. <laughs> Play this at my funeral. No, I'm kidding. Um, but 
that's it for song of the week um so we'll head on over to um under a rock now and i'll kick us off with mine um so i have got over the ocean call by lizzie mcalpine and this song is so 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 cool i am so glad that i stumbled across it um a couple of weeks ago it's really really pretty it's very it's this very sort of like soft very laid back um sort of gentle gentle song sort of sasha sloan vibes if you will mm-hmm. um but definitely basically um what lizzie mcalpine is sort of um talking about during this song is um there's this relationship that she's been going through and it's not really working um and she can't sort of um she can't wait any longer to sort of end it and they're obviously in two different places and she's um saying that she had to end it over like through this over the ocean call like she couldn't do it face to face it had to be done and it's sort of like really really sad but also not too sad it's not like i want to it's not like i want it's gonna make you cry no kind of sad no it's kind of depressing it's got this really depressing mood about it but it's it's a beautiful song and her voice is immaculate Mm -hmm. absolutely beautiful absolutely love listening to it um and then i think one of my favorite parts is the ending sort of it's like this end like bridge kind of thing i don't know what you'd call it yeah. But it basically, um, it's got this, like, two-line, um, two-line lyrics, and they just, like, repeat over and over, and it sort of, like, builds slowly, slowly, and then, you know, there's, like, this added percussion, and then these, like, um, because generally the whole song is, like, this really acoustic guitar thing, yeah. that's kind of it. She's got a really, really soft voice, and then as this, um like building bridge part comes in there's like a lot more percussion and i think there's some like electric guitars in there occasionally as well and there's like a lot more going on and it sort of like gets really um like angsty kind of yeah it's really it's really really cool and then she like does this insane little vocal like gymnastics thing and (laughs) and it just like blows me away every time i hear it. it's amazing yeah and like the difference between because she's sort of like the last line of the really intense build-up she's sort of belting but then like it all sort of like falls away and then it goes back to the original sort of like soft very minimal instrumentation the backing and then her voice just switches to this like amazing soft toned like falsetto type sound and it's just incredible the way she can do it. It's beautiful. Oh, for sure. love it. It's such a, like, well put together song and well yeah. thought out. Like, every sort of, you know, you know, we say this a lot about these type of songs, like, every sort of element plays its part, but it's put there for a reason. Yep. And you can definitely hear that when you listen to the song. And I just think it's really cool how she's played with you know, um, the lyrics and, you know, it, like towards the end, like Maddie was saying, like it, there's like this crackling sort of effect that makes it yeah. sound like she's actually over the phone as she's singing. And it's just like things like that. They're little things, but they really bring the song together. And yeah, I straight away, I was like, this is such like, this is an amazing song. I have to add it to my yeah. playlist. Yeah. So yeah, that is my under a rock this week, guys. It is over the ocean call by Lizzie McAlpine. Vivian, what's your Under a Rock this week? So my Under a Rock this week is Must Stop by ONR featuring Sarah Barthel and Fantagram. So she's of Fantagram, but yeah, they're all together in one big song. <laughs> it's one big happy family. <laughs> one big happy family. 
Um, so yeah, this song was actually on my release radar because as you guys know, I, I'm a big fan of Fantagram. I really do love their music. And I've never heard of um, ONR before, but one, when I played this song, like what really sort of caught my attention was it's just like the vibe of the song is really, really cool. Like it's a really interesting track, um, but at the same time, it's it's fairly simplistic. And I think what really shines is like the chorus. It's a very like simplistic chorus because they're sort of singing, I must stop falling in love with this girl or with this boy who does this to me, who screws me over, blah, blah, blah. But it's so easy to sing along to that, like, it's a catchy, it's an earworm, you know? Yeah, so, I, I'd never heard the song before and I was singing along to it by the second chorus. Exactly, and I, I think that's its greatest strength because it doesn't, for me anyway, it doesn't get annoying because no. um, throughout the rest of the song there's some really interesting production elements and the vocalist of O&R, he's got this really, like, interesting voice um that i i couldn't put my finger on but maddie made a really good comparison before and um i was like this is like it's just such like a fun song to sing along to and yeah i love it yeah i was thinking he sort of sounds like the vocalist of bastille yeah he's got that really sort of he's got a very interesting tone yeah you can't yeah like you can't really put your finger on it it's really really cool Mm. but yeah i was super impressed with this song when you first played it i was like i wasn't I was kind of hesitant when you said it was like Fantagram because of the stuff that you brought to me previously. I had this sort of, you know, image in my mind of what what was going to come out of that speaker. But um, I was very pleasantly surprised. It was Mm. very great to listen to for someone who doesn't listen to their music a lot. Yeah. And like O&R, fabulous, fabulous work. Um, I think it's, yeah, a really, really well put together song. And it's just, yeah, like you said, it's definitely catchy, very much an earworm. Yeah. Like, you'll be singing along to it like I was. So, yeah, I really, really like it. Yeah, I really dig it. So, please check it out. That is my Under a Rock This Week must-stop by O&R featuring Sarah Barthel and Fantagram. Now we will head into Caught My Ear, and I'll kick us off for this one. So, my Caught My Ear for this one is Exo Flash by Fever the Ghost featuring Leilani. I think that's how you say it. Sorry, if not. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this song... I don't <laughs> you you don't really know where to start. It's hard. It's real hard, guys. And I if you guys have ever listened to Fever the Ghost before, I feel like you would understand why this is going to be very difficult for me to to describe. But just to give you some context, Fever the Ghost is sort of they're described as like this progressive art rock slash dance electronic group. It's like every single adjective you could think of, just chuck it in there. So, this song, it's honestly really hard to explain, so you, like, please listen to it, um, but what I can sort of say about it is it's definitely a very, like, edgy song. Mm -hmm. It's very experimental, it's almost very avant-garde, there's not really a, like, there's a very sort of thin structure to it, let's say. Um, there's a lot of different electronic elements in there, but it sort of kicks off with these really, like scary strings I call mm-hmm. them they're, they're almost like strings you would hear in like a horror movie just like with the slides yes, and everything very much horror movie vibes yes that is a great way to put it yeah. um and it's just yeah like the vocalist so Leilani Leilani whatever I'm sorry she sings really in this really like high pitched tone that is very eerie it's just a very eerie vibe yeah 
And but then there's like some really cool groovy elements to it as well. There's like this really interesting percussion as the chorus sort of comes in. But towards the end of the song, there's this outro, and that's when the vocalist she just goes into this really weird vocal tone, and it's so scary. Yeah, I was. But I love it. Like it's for me, I love this weird stuff. I love hearing like this really sort of experimental stuff because. It's just so different from what you're used to. Yeah, like it really put me off because it was super, I was super nervous. I'm always <laughs> super nervous when I get to your call, my ears because I'm like, I don't know what she's going to pull out of her bag this time. But <laughs> it was definitely very creepy. Oh, also, um, just a shout out, if you haven't seen the video of me reacting to it on our Instagram, yes. please go do that. We're starting video reactions now um, so you can see in real time. <laughs> I, I can guarantee you that was the first time that I'd heard it. So you'll understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I was like super, super weirded out by all of the weird sounds. But also it was like kind of, cause there's this like underlying like guitar part and like the percussion that sort of grooves along with it and you yeah. like can't help but like sort of groove along. And I was like, it's really interesting where there's all these really, really weird, scary like slides <laughs> and like, there's bits that sort of remind me of, like, glass breaking and, like, sirens and, like, it's definitely horror movie vibes. And I was like, it's it's a lot. And it's quite a long song to, yeah, it is quite to a long get song. through. And I was like, okay, when is this gonna, like, when is it gonna end? What's going on here? <laughs> but, but it's still really, really cool. And it's yeah. very weird. And, like, I, I very much... Um, am in awe of anyone who can put together a song like this and still make it sound cohesive. For sure. So, well done yeah. <laughs> to the artists. Very well done. That's the thing. Like, I don't... Yeah. Like, I don't think it sounds, like, convoluted. Like, when you listen to it, like, it's a lot. It's a wall of sound. There's a lot happening. Yeah. But, like I said, that sort of thin structure sort of puts it all together, which yeah. makes it work. But, um, but yeah. Please check it out, and like Maddie said, please check out her reaction because it's gold. You'll probably piss yourself laughing <laughs> at me, but it's fine. So that is my Caught My Ear for this week, Exo Flash by Fever the Ghost featuring Lilani. So Maddie, over to you. Okay, my Caught My Ear is nowhere near as interesting, but um, it's still really cool. So um, it's called Dead Man Walking by Brent Fires. I believe that's how you say it. Um, so this song is sort of a very, like, chilled R&B type vibe. Yeah. Um, but the main thing that is the reason it's in my caught my ear section is because the instrumentation. So there's not a lot going on, but the way that he uses strings is really, really cool. So, like, the, because he definitely uses the texture and all of the different tones and, like, effects that violins and string instruments can make um all in one song so you've got basically the whole driving instrumentation behind this song is this violin part um with a couple of different notes and like there's some violins just holding like a straight tone um and then it sort of like slides down and then slides back up and that's basically it Mm -hmm. and then while there's like some of the straight tone violins there's some doing like a tremolo which is when if you don't know what music theory is or have any idea what that <laughs> word means um it's when basically um they use um their bow and they sort of like go back and forth really really quickly 
So it's sort of this like um, vibrating, really, really quick paced um, notes. So they're sort of like vibrating mm-hmm. over the over the strings. And so you've got that at the same time as a string. So you've got these like sweeping sort of weird slides, but then you've got like the um, edginess of the like the tremolo and like yeah. the vibrato type thing that they're doing. And then um, towards like as the song sort of progresses, then you get um, the really like um, finger picked. Um, violin sound so you can definitely tell because it sort of like goes along this really sort of um disjointed kind of melody line yeah um they're very plunky yeah i can't remember what the technical word for that is there is one and i can't remember it now (laughs) my amab teacher would be very disappointed in me (laughs) um but yeah so it's basically like instead of using the bow to like go over the strings you use your finger and you pluck them sort of like a guitar yeah um and it's yeah it's really really interesting um there's not a lot going on throughout the song um but it's just i love the way that he's used like one or two instruments like of the same family and they they can make all of these different sounds and yet it all like works so well and there's all of these different textures and it's just really really cool um Mm. the layering i think is what yeah sort of caught me off guard it was really really cool yeah and i think what works really well for this song is even though the strings they sort of hold everything together and that's sort of all that you're hearing apart from vocals and some other things here and there i think it works really well because it doesn't get boring like it still manages to stay interesting as the song goes on and i think that is sort of credited to the vocalist because the way he sort of sings as well, like, the lyrics are really cool as well, yeah. like, once you really listen to them. Like, I feel like the focus is on them as well, and I think he works out really well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely um, really hard to sort of balance that, um, having, like, a really simplistic yeah backing line, and then also keeping the song, like, interesting and mm. something that you want to listen through the whole way. But, yeah. Um, that is why it's my caught my ear. It's Dead Man Walking by Brent Fires. But that is it for this episode, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening if you made it all the way through. Kind of disappointed we don't have a recommendation this week. Um, <laughs> guys, you need to pick up your game. Yes. Send us a DM. Like, comment on our stuff. Send me an email for all I care. Like, please. We're just... checking them now. I'm checking them regularly. I swear. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm trying my hardest. Um... <laughs> But yeah, please send us your recommendations. We love um, hearing what you guys are um, are wanting to listen to this week. But yeah, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, CastBox, wherever you get your podcast fix. And you can follow us on social media at Caught My Ear Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And that's where, you, like Maddie said, you can send us your recommendations. But you can also let us know what you thought about the songs that we talked about in the podcast. And you can also let us know what you think about Maddie's reaction. Yep. <laughs> We're going to start doing more reactions, and hopefully, you guys really enjoy them. So please send us some love. But apart from that, we'll see you guys on Monday for a brand new episode. Bye, guys. See ya.